0: Happiness is. Do you have ideas or expectations of what happiness is, what happiness is not, what it looks like, what it does not look like? Is there a need to pursue happiness? Is it dependent upon conditions and circumstance? Do we need to have or do something for happiness? Is happiness other than who we are? The Buddha teaches the cause of dukkha the cause of suffering and the end of suffering. The cause of suffering and the end of suffering in the midst of ongoing changing life. In the midst of this ongoing changing life. Dukkha can be translated as unsatisfactoriness, as stress. And the opposite of Dukkha is Sukkha. Translated as happiness, pleasure, ease, joy, bliss. In the sutras, it's often connected with concentration, absorption, jnana, which is zen, meditation, zazen. In other words, all of these are sukha, cultivation of serenity, nirvana, the unconditioned. It's important for us to notice that Buddha doesn't claim to teach the cause of sukha and how to create it. When there's an end to suffering, an end to dukkha in our ongoing changing non-self, then sukha, joyousness is manifested, is being cultivated and manifested and experienced as our life, as this right life, this, if you want to say, eightfold path of wisdom, compassion. We discover that we pursue all sorts of things in life. Is what we are pursuing with actions, thoughts, emotions, are these supportive and nurturing of happiness? Does it allow, make possible joy, or does it result in suffering and harming? We need to look for ourself at our life, in our life. As we discover, unless we clarify an experiencing ongoing changing life, this, if I say it, not to life, unless we do that, we'll be looking for joy, for happiness in all sorts of wrong places, as the phrase is in the old country song, Looking for happiness in specific conditions, in self, in others, in events, in objects. We end up looking for happiness and satisfaction through entangling self-centered dreams. Looking for permanence in what's always changing. Looking for self, for me, mine, I in what is empty of any fixed separateness. We end up looking for something that's no stress, no suffering, in a dream, often daydream, about how the world and others should be, how this moment should be based on my emotion, thought, creations. And of course, doing this leads to, as we know very well, actions and reactions of suffering and harming. Instead of allowing us to be the peace and satisfaction, the ease and pleasure that is our life, especially in this ongoing COVID pandemic with stay-at-home and other conditions we may find that we expect to be able to do all sorts of things that we hold and react out of all sorts of ideas of what is normal and what is not normal. Can we be happiness in this moment new normal as is? This is only moment we have. Calling it new or old is just labels. What makes happiness for us? Can we be this happiness? What keeps us from being happiness? See, this is what we get to notice as we practice, what we entangle in, what we believe is necessary, unnecessary, wanted, not wanted, what we believe we need in order for this moment to be joyous happiness. If we entangle in gain and loss, then we miss this life happiness. And unfortunately we get to notice that how often we are reactively entangled in gain loss wanting not wanting and un- don't even notice the entangling we only sense the suffering unsatisfactoryness stress and of course all sorts of ideas of gain and loss once we begin to notice this as especially as we practice We discover they can be personal, they could be familial ideas, they could be social, political. And it's important to notice when this is being reinforced in social life, in media life, in society. Do we believe and react with anger, greed, fear, based on some sort of gain or loss, without noticing it, without making the practice effort. See, There are practice reminders throughout our life. Dharma is offered in many realms and many forms. Two millennia ago, nearly two millennia ago, Marcus Aurelius said, the first rule is to keep an untroubled spirit. The second is to look things in the face and know them for what they are. This is a Roman teacher philosopher. But it reminds us to look at the stories we tell ourselves and believe. Stories that we allow others to tell us. All sorts of others. People we know. People we don't know. Ancient stories. Media stories. If we believe these and hold these. Then we know what happens. So it's an important part of our practice to notice when this pops up. To notice what is so for us because if we don't notice it then we pursue it run after it and they keep running us noticing is the opportunity of experiencing see when we feel hindrance right there's the opportunity to notice hindrance fear make the practice effort be noticing, be ex- zazening, be experiencing. If I say it another way, be this before thinking moment. See, there's nothing lacking. There's nothing needed to be gained. Happiness is the joyous life you are right now. It's non-pursuing right here. It's non-doing zazen, non-thinking. There's no need to say anything or do anything because this intimacy is who you are. You truly know this very well as you come to trust your life, as you come to appreciating who you are is not knowing, appreciating, experiencing. See, happiness is this peace manifesting moment, manifesting that's not dependent upon conditions, manifesting that's exactly this conditions that is your life. So, I wish you all to be joyous, to be well. Thank you.